0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the
1: Touchlines and Touchdowns Podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football, football matchup podcast a not-quite-celebratory version of the Touchline Media Group because, um, well, some of us had a bad weekend. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I am your host, Asa, a.k.a. The Twig. I will be joined by my co-host, uh, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. The Stump, at some point uh, throughout this episode. Uh, our other friend, Nerd Angus, will also join us, presumably at some point. Um, but we are here with uh, our good friend and uh, Baylor family member, uh Josh as well as Chelsea family member. So again, not a great weekend. Uh this episode <laughs> is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air decides to put in, um, bird dogs and uh and whatever else. So let's uh let's get right into it. I'm going to uh I'm gonna mute myself, Josh. Um you you do what you need to do. I get get it off your chest, my friend. Get it off your chest.
2: I I actually would love some commentary from you because I, I like people who, who can validate what I'm what I'm saying or what I'm thinking, and and not and not make me feel like I'm crazy. This is a um, safe space. Do what you need to do. <laughs> so, man, I honestly don't even know where to begin. Um, at the beginning of the season, like you know, especially with the whole like conference realignment, and the Big Twelve, a lot of excitement, especially for you know someone who supports a team that won the Big Twelve, like. A couple of years ago, and within within,
1: like reasonable memory,
2: yeah, and you know, seemed to have like, you know, at least some semblance of stability in, you know, in recruiting and in, um, you know, being a competitive team within the conference. And so, last year was kind of a down year. Um, didn't lost a lot of really close games, actually. Um, and it seemed like one of those where it was just, it just didn't go our way. Um, and we were, we were unlucky in, in, in a lot of those games. Um, that's how I took it coming into this year. I'm like, all right, we're going to put it together and we're going to show the rest of the big 12, the rest of the conference and the rest of the country that we're ready to step up and be the face of this new big 12. At least that's what I was thinking.
1: Not so Texas
2: much. State- Texas State walks in on Saturday, September. Was it September now? Yeah, Saturday, September second, and crushed all of my dreams, said. all of them. <laughs> I, I was, I was expecting this to be, you know, like, almost like a, um, almost like a, like a extended scrimmage, right? And I, don't get me wrong, I, I, I knew Texas State were going to be decent. I mean. To to be fair to them, they actually played a really, really good, uh, really, really good football game. Their their quarterback T.J. Uh, Finley was was uh, outstanding. And and
1: just just to be clear here, that would be T.J. Finley who committed to LSU and started games for Auburn.
2: Yeah. So like, just a, like a, to be clear. a legitimate talent. Yeah, a legitimate talent, and and I, I, I'll touch on him uh, a, a little bit more too. But um, I I I expected us to be able to win this game comfortably, like you do. Other games that you schedule on the uh you know as your first game of the year because you want to start off with a win.
1: You don't want to you don't want to be going zero and one into that game against Utah. Just hypothetically,
2: yeah, and you don't want to be going zero and one into the game against Utah, looking the way that you look. And I'll get into what was the most disappointing part about that uh, that game yesterday is primarily. Our offensive and defensive line player. Um, We were so bad on the offensive line. And it's one of those things where, like, I expected a little regression because we we were replacing um, a ton of, really a ton of guys that started many games um, from last season and seasons before. So I was expecting, you know, I wasn't expecting this to be at the same level, but I was I was expecting that we would be able to get some guys in that, you know, could fill in adequately and we would be able to actually move the ball against Texas State, right? Against Texas My State. Like Utah. Yeah. The Texas State. And we got physically abused on the line on Saturday. It was okay. not fun to watch. Like every and Poor Blake when he got hurt. He hurt his MCL, bless his heart. He was in there trying to fight and he was just getting his ass whooped all night because he didn't have any time to throw the ball. The running backs who I think are really talented. We have some really good even the wide receivers, skill guys are really talented, but they were getting hit as soon as they touched the ball on the backfield.
1: And Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not it's not the skill guys' fault here.
2: Yeah. And and I you know, I, I, I don't necessarily think that Texas State, like, they had, they have, they, they did get a lot of, like, scholarship guys in. And so they have a lot of, like, um, um, decent players, but I don't think they were of the level to be causing that much, to cause that much havoc on a offensive line of a Big 12 team. Absolutely not. They're, they're, they're I, I, like, like, just to be
1: clear here, like, there is no universe in which that should have happened,
2: yeah, um, except this one apparently okay. uh, and it was it was just it was it was really embarrassing um and it was like that all night um we got a couple of big plays here and there, but for the most part, um, we were getting hit in the mouth up front, and we could not get anything going and on the flip side, the defensive line looked really small. Really small. No, really small. No size. Like, we were getting no push. T.J. Finley had all day to throw the ball. We had I, – I don't know if we – we probably had, like, one sack the whole game. And that was from T.J. Finley trying to scramble and that ended up fumbling the ball. Um, yeah. It was just not – yeah. It was just not a pretty – not a pretty sight. We were getting blown off the ball on, like, run plays down the middle. Like, literally – the. I wish I retweeted a clip of our defensive front right down the middle, just getting blown off the ball on a second on a second and three run play for a first down. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, not.
1: I, I I think the thing is, and and the, probably the the most concerning part about this, and I don't want to make this like worse for you, um, <laughs> is that like there are games you lose, upsets that you lose, and you're like ah, a lot of weird bullshit, you know, triple option team or you know yeah. weird situation whatever like it's not like like we dominated but we couldn't finish like it right. it happens those games happen yeah. um that wasn't this yeah this was like um why is our defensive line not getting push
2: um we, like why are we why are we getting physically physically right. dominated by texas state
3: right
1: and like, again that like, is
2: a horrible sign
1: yeah and and again like TJ Finley is 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 like a mega talent, and Texas State has yeah. a few of those, right? Yeah, like guys who you're like, uh, you know, maybe maybe they like they, they they have a lot of like what what we would consider like transfers transfers down. Yeah, who you'd say like, oh, like they're you know, th- th- it makes sense that they would be able to hang in this game. Of the course, the difference is is that uh, theoretically, again, theoretically. Baylor has eighty five of those dudes. Yeah, at least we should. Right, um, and and like even even more so, and like like talking about sort of what this means, right? If it means anything, I mean, I don't know. But Dave Aranda, like coming from that sort of style, right? Like I I know that he's not necessarily a Barry Alvarez guy, but I I associate him with those with those um Wisconsin teams. Yeah, the whole point is that you beat the crap out of teams who are not as as physically gifted as you. Exactly. Um, and like, look, like you'll lose some games to to some like crazy speed guys. It happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it will happen, but it's not supposed to happen like that. Yeah. And that's the thing that I I would I would find most concerning at this point.
2: But yeah, and um, and, and another like just just a follow up on that like, like one of the things you said there that like really like i want to highlight is the fact that you're supposed like in this style you're supposed to beat the crap out of the uh beat the crap out of the the little guys that you're playing and that starts up front but it does not seem that we have the the type of guys up front to run this system effectively we might have had them maybe the year before the year uh, the year before that but it does not seem that we have those guys at the moment. And so it becomes a situation where are we here, stick with this, knowing that we can't fully run that style with the guys well, we have, or do we, do we change or do we try to adapt?
1: Right. And I think mid, I mean, obviously it's too late for this season. Like you yeah. are, you are who you are at this point, but, um, <laughs> and like, it's a funny thing that like, like a lot of fans seem to not quite understand. Like, it's not like they can like, delete and reinstall like yeah. an entirely different system. Like that's not really how it works.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but I think the the most interesting question is like, and you you talked about like the new, the new big 12, right? Like
2: yeah.
1: is, is Baylor ever going to be the type of program that can recruit enough guys on the offensive and defensive lines to run this system at a high enough level. Right. Yeah. And because this isn't, this isn't the same as, wisconsin or or even michigan state where it's like like in the in the d'antonio years michigan state where it's like screw it we can get enough of these guys in that like we only have to hit on five at any given point right um the question is for baylor like you're not recruiting against minnesota and like the leaving or indiana right like you're you're recruiting against Texas, Texas A and Texas Tech, SMU. Who's now in the ACC? Um,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, like
3: Arkansas.
1: LSU reach over, yeah, LSU, reach Houston. Over yep, Houston, yeah. uh, TCU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Everybody recruits Texas, yeah.
2: and therein so, lies the problem, right? Right. And like, in order, in order to be able to attract the top recruits, you have to be, you have to present yourself as an appealing program, which I feel like at some point we used to do, but for some reason now, like, we're just not getting those getting those recruits, and I don't know if it's, like, Aranda's, like, just personality, maybe that he doesn't have, like, the charisma to get the type of guys that we need to get in um, or what, but, yeah, it just doesn't seem like we're doing very well on that that front. I
3: think Aranda Aranda has the charisma, but I think he has the charisma for a very specific type of player, and I don't think it's, like, because i mean you're comparing it's basically Aranda versus you know Art Bryles. and Arbriles say would, like has a Matt lot Rule. of problems with it or Matt Rule ha, ha, they have oh, a lot yeah. of problems with it but like they have very specific guys they're going after and i think right. Aranda's hitting on the guys he wants but the guys that he wants maybe aren't necessarily the key to success in this current iteration of the Big 12
2: right right right
3: and and like there there was there's
1: also an element of like he he you know Aranda and Rule Both were very successful zagging when everybody else was zigging and Bryles, Bryles was too, right? Like it it was, it was, you're not going after the same guys, but like the new big 12 is going after this, this type of guy, right? Like you look at the teams in the big 12 right now and it's like, Utah wants large people, (laughs) Colorado. Well, Colorado, who who the hell knows what Colorado (laughs) wants? Um, but like Utah wants big people. Um, Mm -hmm the the TCU is not a team again, I guess, I guess we'll talk about that game in a second, but, <laughs> but like these, these are not teams who want to, who want to, you know, or I guess like Iowa state, Oklahoma state, these are not teams that are like spread weird nothingness anymore. Like that's yeah. not who these teams are. And the big 12 hasn't been that, like we joke about it, but like the big 12 hasn't really embraced that sort of like chaotic weirdness in a really long time at this point. Yeah. Um, and so, like the, the question you have to ask again, like with Aranda, like I'm not, I'm not really ready to like bury bury his his uh, his program quite yet. But oh, like, no. if you lose this type of game in the way that you lost this game, I I, I don't know exactly. Like we'll we'll talk about with Michigan State in a second. Like, did you see what you needed to see to not be pissed off? Right. Um. And and like no like Baylor fans deserve to be pissed off about that because again, yeah. it's not like, okay, we outgamed them by 200 yards. We just like fumbled three times within the five yard line. Like that exactly. happens. It's random. It happens. Yeah. That's not this. This was like, Oh, they kicked the shit out of us. And then we came back and then
3: they kicked the shit out of us again.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
3: And I also think some of it can not to keep harping on recruiting, but like we're saying the big 12 isn't what the big, like hasn't been that it's widespread, chaotic offenses in a while or like and, and skilled speed guys on the defense it i mean part of that too is because the other conferences started to build their programs that way it's that way like, yeah alabama is now going in and taking you know speed wide receivers dual threat quarterbacks
2: like, yeah and
3: before they were taking like the whitest kid they could find on alabama <laughs> exactly brody coil like, like, <laughs> right. It's that guy. And then you just, they found one running back and they're like, okay, we're good. And then everybody else can pick, pick it apart. Now, Alabama's five deep with five-star running backs, all of whom, you know, 10 years ago would have been playing for Baylor or Oklahoma state or whoever. Well, here's, here's the, here's the really question. Like the question that I would have is that like,
1: is there any universe in which Corey Coleman goes to Baylor right now?
2: Wow, that's right, sort of, like, actually, yeah, like,
1: like, right. like, because, and like, that's the thing is that like Baylor is not like a, a huge alumni base, right? Like, that's like the the sneaky part of this. It's not like there are a ton of like kids who grow up desperate to go to Baylor. Um, like those kids are desperate to go to Texas or Texas A and M. Um, yeah. you know, if you're in Dallas, it's like okay, well, like SMU, great, SMU, cool. yeah. If you're in Houston, at this point, like, why would you go to Waco when you can just stay home, right?
2: And yeah. play
3: for Dana, like. There's not a great, rec- like, hometown recruiting I, base. I think there are very good and delineated reasons why you would choose Baylor over uh, Dana Holgerson, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not saying you, you – look, there's a I certain type of – I, right. Right. I
3: don't think Dana's heavily recruiting the Southern Baptist. Like, he walks in the just and like, no, leave. You need to leave. Right, there is a certain type of kid who
1: who it lives in the Houston, general Houston area. Who Dana walks in the door and it's like the Grandpa Simpson meme, and it's just like walks in, sees multiple <laughs> crosses, and is like and I'm out. Thank you so much.
3: <laughs> thank uh, you for your time. Fun. I really yeah.
1: appreciate it. This was fun. I think we all know that this is going nowhere. So thank you uh, once again. I will see you uh, later um, on the field. Yes, uh, but but anyways, like the point is, is that like I think I think Baylor does need to do something different. In order to be sort of successful at the level Baylor wants to be successful. I mean, you look at the basketball team, which, you know, obviously I look at. um, They're like quasi-transfer you now, right? Like It's just like half the team is transfer portal. And great, cool. Um, And like Baylor, I think like under Art Bryles, without regard to to, to Art Bryles himself. It's like weird jerseys, tons of throwing the ball. And you're going to win a Heisman. You're going to be a Heisman contender if you're a quarterback. Right okay, cool. Like, like, that's fun. Dave are in. It's like, Hey, we're going to go three cloud three yards in a cloud of dust and we're going to wear, uh, our base uniforms. Like, <laughs>
2: okay,
1: cool. You're a, you're a, you're a less interesting version of TCU. Thanks.
2: <laughs>
1: like uh, interesting what's, version what, the,
2: the thing is though, like, what's the, what's the selling point there? Like if you're, if you're a, you're, you're, you're a top prospect or maybe not even a top prospect, you're just a prospect in the state of Texas. And you have offers from Baylor, TCU, SMU, yeah, Houston, Texas State. Why are you picking Baylor?
1: That's the question. And unless yeah. you have you have a deep deep uh, love of the history of of the Bureau of Alcohol, uh, Tobacco and Firearms, oh, no, 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 no. You <laughs> don't really need wow. to go to Waco. <laughs> no.
3: Like unless you have no, unless no, you have no, a true no. crime
1: podcast oh, focused God. on that
3: today. Like I I, I don't know. I knew where that was going. No, uh, but like, and and maybe that goes back to the kind of style that they're going to play. Like, Aranda, again, I, right. I don't, I'm not ready to close the casket on Aranda's tenure or anything like that, but I don't know if he's necessarily the guy for Baylor. I think they kind of, mm. they kind of got tired of the whole spread offense, like, all of that yeah. stuff thing, but maybe in this current era of college football, that's what they have to be in order to attract the talent they want. Because if you're in that area and you want to you know just be a mongoloid hitting machine like Asa said earlier you have a th- there's a what do you call it utah's right there lsu yeah. is right there alabama is generally close like i don't know if the big 12 is ever and even oklahoma like that's not their thing but i'm sure that's Under what Brent venables, venables, wants. Yeah, venables yeah wants that's venables. what venables wants to do too and i think venables has a higher pedigree than aranda so i right. think that Baylor, like, and I think that to a lesser extent, um, this applies to West Virginia too. You are, at this point, you guys aren't going to be like the hardest running team with like stout defenses. You need to embrace the fact that your greatest successes came when you were air raid, spread offense, fuck it, we're going to score 56 points and hope that they don't score 57. Yeah?
2: I think, I think also part of the reason we have, we had to be that was because we couldn't out recruit the Alabamas and the Michigans for these. Massive, you know, really good top offensive linemen. Like those schools always get like the best offensive line recruits, right? And so, like the other schools, like Baylor, had to get you know guys that were you know a level lower. And so, in order to do that, you get you have to get creative with your recruiting style. With your recruiting style, you get guys sure. that are maybe not as big, not as strong, but are a little quicker. And then you cha- you you adapt your um your play style. To um to the strength, yeah, your guard the, pulls other, on every
3: play. Yeah,
2: yeah. To the strength of those of those type of, game. and you you start throwing quick passes. Um, you spread the you spread the t, uh the team out a little bit. You adapt to that style based on the players that you have. You don't try to force a system on players that may not necessarily be able to you know execute it.
1: And that's really what it comes down to, right? It's like, are, are, are you able to dictate a system to the, to your recruiting focus or is your recruiting focus going to dictate the system that you have to play?
3: Right. Right? Right.
1: And it's like, like, you know, traditionally this is, this is like a, the, the question that like high school coaches have, right? It's like, I can't go out and recruit. So like my system is going to be, who are my players this year? Do I have three guys who are six foot four? Cool. We're going to, we're going to play out of the post do I have zero people over six, one great guard focused. And mm-hmm. like, I think, I think most college coaches aren't really like willing to concede that point, but like, you sort of got to mm-hmm. like, you you sort of don't have another choice. And like, look, next week is not going to be fun. And, and I think it's <laughs> like, I, 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 you know, I I wanted to, to bring this up when, when Angus was here, but it, it's too good of a point right now. It's like, when Michigan fans think about 2007, the game that breaks them isn't Appalachian State. It's funnier for the rest of us, but it wasn't the game that broke them. It was Oregon coming in and kicking the shit out of them immediately after Appalachian <laughs> State humiliated them. And I think that that's what this is going to look like. I oh, think that, that Utah is going to come in and it's going to, for, for, for those of you who are sports fans who who remember certain games, the, um, the Army-Houston bowl game we're at, where, where Houston quit and it was like 70 oh, yeah. to 0 or whatever yeah. that's what i i'm concerned about for aranda and and like you lose a team like that so i i don't know what that's going to look like next week i am interested i'll say that
3: yeah. um but I... well, the, uh, the oregon game is a, is an interesting point too because the oregon game the reason that it broke them broke michigan fans is because oregon like when they lost to appalachian state at first it was like a whole lot of you know we were looking past this game um you know they run a quirky offense like all this shit but then when Oregon came in and ran a spread offense and ran them off the fucking field, Michigan had to kind of, like, deal with the fact that, like, oh, we don't know how to defend <laughs> this new style of spread All offense. Right. Like, this is going to be a problem. So if – I don't know. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I watched zero seconds of that Baylor-Texas State game. But I'm going to guess that Texas State does not run a similar type of game to Utah. So I, the, the the possibility of Utah breaking Baylor's brain is still there. But I think the fact that they run different schemes might not break it in the same way. It might, it might still set off like whole scale panic, but I don't think it's going to be like a "Oh my god, we don't know how to defend this."
2: I, I think, I think it's more so, it's more so going to be demoralizing if we see the same things that we saw in the game against Texas State, but at, at a bigger scale. So, like for example, if our offensive line is getting blown back five, uh, five yards into the quarterback against Utah. And they will. Yeah. And they will um, because Utah Um. has some massive human beings on their line. It's, it's just going to be like at at that point, not only other players, but I feel, but like the fans are also going to look at it like, okay, yeah, this is our season. Like every, every week, this is what, this is what we're going to expect until unless something, unless something drastic changes. Um, but like
1: that, the the thing is, is that it's like, what do you even drastically change?
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested and it could look, it, it very well could be a, it happens. We, we, we did not expect them to run what they ran. We weren't prepared for it. And like, look, that's its own like coaching malpractice, but like, it also happens. Like, especially with these small schools, like, I don't know. Jake Spavadol is a, is a, is a, is a good coach. I, I don't know. Thanks
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you know, like, every, like the, the, the way that like, like the simple way to put it is like everybody on their staff gets coached, gets paid to coach division one football too. True. And like, it's, it's like reductive, but it's also true. Um, yeah. so I, 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 I don't know that we like it, like we've all said, like it's not necessarily time to bury Arand- the Aranda era, but like concerning
2: right, concerning. Sure. Um, yeah. the- you guys, um, you guys, uh, watch the uh, watch the Utah game with me. <laughs> we yeah. can talk about it. After.
1: So we'll, that that'll be fun. But check, so, check, so check in on me, please. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, we will. We will have uh, wellness checks every every uh, every every score. Um, Josh, you dead man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think uh, the. The next game I want to talk about, I guess, I guess we can talk Michigan State next. Um, just just sort of uh quickly here. So I I actually wrote, I actually did like a minute, a minute amount of research about this because I was very pissed off watching that game, like very pissed off watching that game, especially in the first half. That
2: bugs well for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, but like in the light of day, I went back and and I sort of looked at it right because like it's not always as bad as it seems. Um. Michigan State's problem under Mel Tucker has not been the offense, really. It's been the defense. Um, Central Michigan had 13 drives uh, in that game. Eight of them went for fewer than 10 yards. One of them was ended by an interception. One of them was a four and out. So that's 10 drives. One of them was the scripted first drive, which, like, it happens. Jim Wayne's like, good enough to be an offensive coordinator for Saban. It happens. One was their touchdown drive included 39 pedal in the yards, which again, a problem, but not a defensive problem. And then they had a drive at the end of the game. So of the of the like concerns from a Michigan State defense perspective, like they played a really, really good defensive game against a, a one dimensional Mac team. To be clear, I'm not saying that they're going to be able to do this against good teams. But like if you wanted to see something from the defense, which is to say, don't be humiliating, they did that. They 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 accomplished that goal. Um, you know, they 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 I think it was like they they let up like less than three yards per play. Good signs for the defense. Offensively, the first half until two-minute drill was horrendous. Jay Johnson um should be ashamed of himself for that. Um but also like there were some pretty huge drops. Um, Malik Carr was wide open, you know, on a, on a go route, uh, wide open, dropped it. Trey Mosley was wide open on a, on perfectly delivered balls, um, wide open on a, on an out route, you know, 15, 17 yards down the field, which is a tough, tough throw to make. And it was on, on his hands and he dropped it. I don't think that the two most sure-handed wide receivers for Michigan State, wide receiver and tight end, are going to drop easy passes every single year. Um, what was concerning was that we continue to uh try and get fourth and one from, from the pistol and not run uh QB snakes. That's concerning. We've learned nothing. Um but like I don't know, I mean you wanted to see young wide receivers do some shit. Why did young wide receivers did some shit? You wanted to see Nathan Carter be, you know, Kenneth Walker the fourth, eighteen for 113 and a touchdown. That's not Kenneth Walker, but it's certainly head and shoulders ahead of where they were last year. Um, so like frustrating game because the first half would like felt very uneasy, but I mean, I, again, like I'm a fan. I watched it twice, which like nobody does for games that they don't care about. Um, I feel okay. Why
0: do you do this to yourself?
1: (laughs) Why do I do this to myself? Um, because I, I choose to, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. We do not go to the moon because it is easy. Um, we do not, we do not invest in these things because it is easy. Are you um, pre- are you, that wasn't are a you serious implying, question. Yeah. Are you implying you're John F. Kennedy? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess my head's getting a little big. It could let some, wow. some juice out.
3: Wow. You've already, oh my
1: God. <laughs> um, no. So, so I think, I think like, as far as Michigan State goes, um, Graham Couch, who like, you can take or leave, um, had a, had a, a uh, column where he talked about like, if you wanted to see Michigan State, like what you wanted to see for Michigan State in year, realistically year three of Mel Tucker, is for his first recruiting class to start poking through, and they are. Um, Dylan Tatum was probably the best defensive player for Michigan State last night. Um, He played great. Um, You wanted to see a a theory of what this team is, and it appears that the theory is, is that they're good on defense and the corners can stick with people. And you wanted to see a, a plan offensively for what is year one with no returning wide receivers or uh, running backs. No. And it's like, okay, Nathan Carter, 18 for 130 some or up for 113 and a touchdown. That's good. That's fine. Good to see. Um, also made a field goal, which those of you who, who were with us last season, not to, to be taken for granted. That was good. And, uh, punter we did lose a a nfl draft worthy punter but it looks fine it looks fine it's not as good as bryce behringer we miss you we love you Bell check please do not screw with him but like it's okay like 80 percent of behringer is fine um but yeah i'm not i'm not sure if, if if there's anything to add to that from any of you guys but like
3: 80 percent of behringer is second team
1: all big 10 fine 60 percent of behringer there it is that's fine that's fine okay
2: I, um, I just want I just want to make a a quick note and um, is it is his name Tyrell Henry? Yeah, I caught that. I I was impressed. And I was moved.
1: Interesting he, note about him is he's not, like he's like a he's listed as a wide receiver because you have to list people as wide receiver or running back when you're a kicker turner. Yeah. That dude's a kicker turner, punt returner, and it's like <laughs> he's like he should be like wide receiver six. And it was like okay, cool, whatever.
2: He looks like quite the athlete, but I'm guessing if he's not, like, in the, like, top three wide receiver rotation, that there's something going on there.
3: I mean, Route he, running isn't the strongest. Yeah. Ah, like, they, like,
2: was, I knew there was something. Yeah. He's it's a like Chiefs Hester sophomore. is
3: a, yeah, he's more of an improviser than a, you need to be here. So right. if, like, a play breaks down, it's going to be really fun. But up until that point, it's kind of like, why were, you, why were you eight yards away from where you're supposed to be? And, like,
1: if, in, the, in the red zone, it's sort of like, okay, just go, go, go humiliate the Mac level corner in front of right. you. But like, when you, when you, when you get up against like serious people, like there's mm-hmm. a concern there. Um, yeah. I, but, I I
2: just, I just remember that every time like he touched the ball, he looked like he, he looked, oh, he oh, looked yeah. like he was about to do something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. has, he absolutely has that, like that sort of like athlete designation. Right. Um,
3: but here's a, here's a fun game. Wait. Uh, Josh, how many Baylor punters of the last 10 years do you think you could name? Maybe two. Okay. Asa, how many Michigan State punters <laughs> on the current <laughs> roster do you think you can name? Uh, for current and former? Yeah, sure. I'll give you the last, like, three years. Okay.
1: Um, Bryce Behringer, Evan Morris. I didn't uh, say do
3: uh, it. I said how many.
1: <laughs> Ryan Ackley. Um, again, Good multiple day. of Good these day. punters – Multiple of these punters ended up as tight ends. So like I I I wanna be like it's 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 sicko, but like it's
3: not that sicko. It's like again but, uh, <laughs> but it is it, it's still sicko because Josh is we asked Josh to name his teammates. Right. We asked right. You to That's fair. That's fair. <laughs>
1: um but yeah, so so I think I think the answer for Michigan State is like more or less like you passed the test of uh central Michigan. You you did not jump the shark, eh? Hey, uh, hey, hey, um and like Richmond next he week, did jump a shark, he humped a shark, um, there it is. but if you wanted a a a something something I don't know, birds and dogs are also animals, you know, Greg, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I think the reason we have a lot of fun is because we both don't like to wear pants. Is that correct?
3: I am a staunch advocate of never wearing pants. But you do have to wear something, right? Uh, Legally, when I go outside, yes. Uh, When I'm not outside, it's really up to interpretation. So I guess, like, the real question is, is is there
1: something that you could wear that, that makes you look good, but also looks
3: vaguely, I don't know, acceptable in public? Well, you know, I've heard of these new things called bird dogs, which are neither birds nor dogs. We'll get to the Mm. false advertising later, but, uh, you know, they are stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, which gives me a truly sculpted look. So if I were to compare these
1: to to maybe another brand uh, that I I don't know why we're were mentioning actual trade names in an advertisement, but hey, that's what we were told to do. Um,
3: What would you compare it to? Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as that brand that starts with an L and ends with lemon, but fit way better. Well, I'm not going for cotton brand. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get in trouble either. Um, what? If, but but but, could you compare them to
1: say, like your normal everyday khaki shorts? Yeah, fuck cotton.
3: They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton yeah cotton's super restricting that's what everybody says about it um
1: it, does bird dogs have any proprietary uh technology right everybody likes technology do they have anything new that they did
3: yeah they did a bunch of ketamine and came up with <laughs> and fixed this issue by invent, inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches So you get a way slimmer fit. You guys can't do it, but I'm doing this this slimmer fit. You can't see it. Without having to sacrifice any movement. Well, that's great. Um, Greg, do
1: you like smelling like shit in your shorts? I... (laughs) No.
3: So I I try not to shart very hard. But just in case I do, Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat-wicking fabric that keeps me cool and dry all day long. Uh... Well, I guess,
1: you know, if if I wanted to purchase a pair of these shorts that are neither birds
3: nor dogs, what could I do? You should go to www.birddogs.com backslash pool. That's pool, P-O-O-L, like Liverpool, but, you know, better. And enter promo code, again, pool, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti-style tumbler. Nope. (laughs) Your order. That's birddogs.com backslash pool for a free tumblr You you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Please,
1: please, please don't sue us. We really don't have a lot of money. All right, Angus, talk to us about Michigan and how uh and how uh JJ McCarthy is is your new lord and savior or something.
0: Are you saying that he's not already Lord and Savior? Sure.
3: <laughs> I think that's indig- I think uh, that's the offensive line's choice to make whether they sure. decide to keep pass blocking like this or if they decide to run block at all this year.
0: I mean, that wasn't that wasn't the issue, but anyways, uh, uh yeah, no, I that think JJ definitely okay, an issue. Uh, he uh, obviously like was it like twenty eight for 30, 26 for thirty. Uh, that's just a, a good day all around. Um, Roman Wilson surprised me yesterday. I mean, obviously it's against ECU, but, uh, three touchdowns. I think that that's, that's nothing, it's nothing two to touchdowns. sneeze at. Um, three, three touchdowns, two, three touchdowns. two
1: touchdowns yeah, and touchdowns. one VAR
0: bullshit. Uh, still three touchdowns, still three touchdowns.
1: Garbage. He didn't.
3: Yeah, he didn't get the one in the college football playoff, so we took one from him there, and he gets this one instead. I'm sure he appreciates yeah. the trade. Uh, I'm Casey. sure he. I'm
0: sure he did. I'm sure that this one counted a lot more than the one in the college football playoff. Anywho, yep. uh, as we were saying, yes, offensive line I thought had a pretty good day in pass pro, uh, run blocking. Uh, I don't. I don't know, but I mean they are. They were also teeing off on the run. Uh, Putting an extra man or two on every single play, so yeah, that's fair. Uh, ECU actually like they took the game plan from TCU, Ohio State, and Illinois, and they were like, "We're going to duplicate this, and we're going to dare JJ to beat us, and he did." So I don't know. Ask again later, but when uh, when when does Michigan play? Might a... be an issue. When but... does Michigan
1: play a serious team again?
3: October twenty fourth.
1: Uh, October 21st, uh, and that assumes that Michigan State is in even remotely
3: uh, serious. Uh, November 4th. There you go.
0: Yeah, so we'll find out in November, but also, like, that's a lot of time between then and now, and I'm my assumption is they'll have the tackles uh, figured out by them, but they were rotating heavily with the tackles. I saw Miles Sinton in there, and he looked like garbage. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Um,
1: well, I, I wonder how much of that is, like, they looked at ECU the same way that Jim Harbaugh looked at ECU and said, eh.
0: Yeah, they were doing a tryout. Um,
1: oh, oh, right, we get to talk about narrative shit. Cool. Hold on, finish, yeah. finish your on-field on- performance assessment.
0: Sure. Um, And then, uh, Corman and Edwards had a few nice runs, but again, they were teeing off, so, eh. Um, I thought the D-line looked pretty good um they didn't get home but ECU was at their game plan was to get the ball out quickly so I don't know if that's indicative of the defensive line play or if it's just ECU has a good coach they're well coached we'll see I don't know um and the secondary didn't do anything to make me throw up my hands which was really good because Bull Johnson and uh Rob Moore did not play so
1: Was that from injury
0: or from? Uh, Will Johnson, uh, he had off-season surgery. He warmed up uh, but did not play. So I think that was precautionary. He'll probably play next week. And then Rod Moore had a camp injury. So they're making it sound like it's not serious. But we'll, we'll see. If we lose Rod Moore, then that's kind of the big deal. But, again, I didn't notice Keon Sab out there, which for a safety is good. So, we'll see.
1: Yeah, okay. Um can we talk about how uh Michigan is the most uh the most put upon and and uh you know, the NCAA treats Michigan so terribly and free free my man uh free free my coach and um I just want my coach back and et cetera et cetera because Do that whole thing to? that that whole thing was so ridiculous. <laughs>
3: uh, we have okay, we have to
1: it's. I, I mean, yeah, talk about, about I this. Not... Like,
3: who cares?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's because because they decided to get into like a stupid formation and put four fingers up, like 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 the man was in in a in a Tibetan like uh, exile, yes, prisoner, and, and prisoner and not, of
3: war. Like, right. Yeah. yeah like I was gonna say it's it's, it's, object- it's objectively
0: funny they treated him like he was a prisoner of war and we were going for like a prisoner exchange. I thought it was I thought it was funny that Jimmy McCarthy was like the kid from Breakfast Club in that picture. That's what I took away from that. <laughs> it was funny. From
1: breakfast.
0: <laughs> that was funny. He's not, I thought that was funny.
1: The whole thing's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I mean, no,
0: he looked like, he looked like Anthony Michael Hall. It's funny.
1: Except that he's not Anthony yeah, he Michael like Hall. Anthony he's Michael the Hall. other one. It was funny. Wait, no, no, he's Anthony
0: Michael Hall. Yeah, he's, he's, not, no, he's, he's not. He's not Emily, better. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He yeah. looks he like is, Anthony no, Michael Hall. Like that Estevez. was
0: funny. He is Emilio Estevez. What? He does not look like Emilio Estevez.
3: I didn't say looks like. I said act like. He's somebody that hates yeah. your butt cheeks together. That's who. Oh he is. yes, totally, um, totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, it was anywho. a it was a, a a very good overall day for them. What do you want to argue? These
3: Ally Sheedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes,
1: absolutely, Ali Sheedy, one hundred percent. I I need I need I I, I, I don't know if we have. Fans who know how to, or, or listeners who know Photoshop. how to do Photoshop, but please, please, Ali Sheedy, uh, Photoshop.
3: J.J. McCarthy?
1: Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, um, So, I, yeah, I, I, I think with Michigan, like it's like ECU put six or put eight to nine guys in the box, and Michigan sort of was like, okay,
3: that's fine. Cool. Really so here's that's my question. Also like Here, here's my good- question. I, you understand that. Uh, Harbaugh probably signed off on the game plan that Minter ran. But to a certain extent, I'm sure Minter also was adjust- adjusting or the coaching staff was adjusting in-game. Is that something that we think that Harbaugh is going to be willing to do? Based on last year, I'm not entirely well, sure. He's more interesting more more is that The
1: OC wasn't there.
0: Sure. Moore yeah. yeah. wasn't there
1: either. That's like, what I don't saying. think you yeah, can take anything. There.
0: It was Kirk Campbell calling the game. Uh why I not Matt Weiss? I have no idea. I have no idea how Sharon Moore will. will well, he's call. not employed anymore.
1: Wait, why isn't Matt Weiss employed anymore? Do you know? Does because anybody know?
0: Computer, just, oh, computer oh, crimes. We still, we
1: still don't know about Wait. that. Oh, interesting.
0: Uh, I, I yeah. mean, technically,
1: we do know. They
3: just didn't uh, say what computer crimes.
1: I just think it's interesting. Yeah, as... it
0: was because of computer crimes.
1: Yeah, I think that's interesting. Nobody, nobody uh, knows. Nobody knows. How, nobody how, how
0: serious. Do you know? I mean, people uh, definitely
1: know. The Ann Arbor P D definitely knows. Yeah, but as we know, they uh they're they're really conspiracy. On... I mean, look, I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm not. I'm saying that if it were a conspiracy yes, you it would look and no, I'm saying if it were a conspiracy, it would look a whole lot like this. I'm not saying it was a conspiracy. I'm saying if what do you it were think... a conspiracy, what do you it think would look they're like they're
3: cover this? what do you think they're covering up? nothing that's he's saying
0: no 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 no, no, no. he's saying (laughs) that harbaugh harbaugh got the guy fired for quote-unquote uh computer crimes because he didn't like him
1: that's actually not what i'm saying though i like that actually a lot more than my actual theory which is so much more mundane my actual theory (laughs) is is that um it is in the interest of detroit media not to look into this too closely because most of their fans and readers are michigan fans this is a media thing not
3: a harbaugh thing but that still doesn't make any super
1: mind day it It's
3: com- it's computer crime. Like, what else do you want them to find? Unless
0: it's is-
1: computer access crimes, because that can go anywhere from uh removing the tag on your uh
3: McAfee software hey, to twigs. child I have a porn. That's a big a long list. it's not, it's not child porn, and we know that because they specifically said the first day uh we're charging him with computer crimes. It's not the one you think.
1: No, it's, um, look, it's that obviously that he was changing grades. Said. It was obvious that he was changing grades.
3: Everybody knows
1: that he was changing grades. I just want somebody that's to right, confirm yeah. that. I just want them to confirm it. Like, obviously, it, they changed grades. I just want them to confirm it. That's all I'm saying. Do you think grades that, that would be medical stats? Yeah, right. yeah.
0: Do you think that would be in a police report?
1: Uh, I don't think that that is actually a crime. Like, that's okay. that's what it comes down to. is. I don't think that this is actually so...
0: a crime. So well, then, no, the crime is actually something that somebody, a, using right, somebody else's right, credentials. Yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's like, a, like, a, uh, like a, you know, yes, using somebody else's but, credentials.
0: Do you think that this is, is the something that would be discoverable in a FOIA?
1: No, probably not.
0: Okay, so then do you well, think that the Detroit, you might find Detroit out that, what, sports media is technologically savvy enough to actually, like, figure this out? I say no.
1: I think, I think that what, what this is is that somebody knows something.
0: I'm and sure like too, somebody, No, no.
3: no
1: like, you, like, two like,
3: are, you two are going about this completely different ways. Angus's idea is like reporters doing their job. They FOIA everybody and like you try and figure out through the back scenes. Asa wants them to walk up to Harbaugh and say, yeah. what did Matt Weiss do? I want a question every single every single press conference until there's an answer what did Matt Weiss? say yeah, they're guess not do that is also they don't reporters their jobs but like if they different don't ca- care one of you is knocking on the front door I, I'm one just of you saying, wants to go around the back I'm just but saying honestly, like, in this situation it's opposite yeah, right, of what yeah, you would think right, yeah right not what you thought
0: Anywho, um, Matt Weiss is gone he's not part of the offensive staff anymore the offensive staff did a really good job yesterday hooray I don't know I have no idea if Harbaugh will would Approach the game similarly. I also like, I think it's like more informative if you go back and look at like Andrew Luck games in his final season at Stanford. Uh, Because maybe like that's probably going to be their approach this year, but I just don't, I don't know. It looked like JJ like, Was Andrew running? Was Luck running that
1: much? Luck ran a ton in in college. Did he? Uh, He
0: did. uh, He kind of. He ran like, I think he probably ran like five, five five-ish times per game.
1: I mean that's a ton for non. For
0: him? Yeah, for
1: yeah. a statue. Yeah. He's, a, he's not a statue,
0: but that's the thing is he isn't a statue. No, no, no. no. He like wasn't. For,
1: for, look, look, for non for non like what we would consider dual threats and I would consider JJ a dual threat like
0: Yeah, but if if they you're, not you're, running, if you're, threat, if they you're they running, to do you want to do like run like, like five times per game.
1: It's like it's like like Peyton Thorn or Kirk Cousins, right? Like guys who theoretically if it's there you want them to take off, but other than that you're not going to really scheme up runs for them. Like right. it's fine.
2: Five, a five times a game
1: it. is fine. Um, but speaking of like offensive staffs who like earned their jobs this week, um you're gonna hear a lot about Coach Deion Sanders. You're gonna hear a lot about Travis Hunter, you're gonna hear a lot about Dylan Edwards, who played very well. Sean Lewis deserves a statue in Boulder. <laughs> their offensive coordinator, who came from Kent State, who you might remember from fun defense, front fun offenses and losing. Um Sean Lewis, like schemed the hell out of that game and like yeah. he did what and like look not the same defense but like same coaching staff like he did what Michigan didn't want to do which was like shit yeah we'll give the ball to our running backs in the flat why not why wouldn't we do that <laughs> like what, what, what's the problem with throwing, with throwing the ball out to the flat over and over and over again until you come up and then oh by the way weirdly because Colorado we have athletes that are better than yours on the outside yeah And like, again, I know how it happened. I'm just weirded out by it. Um, Also, I, I I'm not gonna say it's the exact same thing. I'm not predicting three and nine for TCU. I'm not. I'm just saying that if you graduate a generational quarterback, your best running back, your best wide receiver, a whole hell of a lot from your defense after getting to the college football playoff when everybody said you shouldn't. Let me introduce you to 2016 Michigan State. We did this before. We know what it looks like, and I, it, it somewhat looks like being a twenty-point favorite and, and losing.
3: Um, In fairness, Michigan State didn't have the the athletes that TCU still has, and the, I, the I offense's disagree. ability to well.
1: I disagree that that two thousand sixteen uh, Michigan State team. It wasn't a lack of uh, talent. It was um, half the team was Trump supporters and vocal about it. And uh also some of the players who are immensely talented may or may not have gotten kicked off the team that spring for um, you know. Again, you can look it up because people report on Michigan State, and so we know what happens to them when there are crimes committed. That
3: was that was that allegedly. was a long way to get there.
1: Anyways, the point allegedly. is uh, allegedly. Um the point is is like I I was like sort of hoping that Deion Sanders like flamed out because I thought that would be funnier than this. I I've I have changed no. my no, mm-hmm. yep, I have changed my perspective. I no longer want him to lose every game. I want him to win every game because it will be so funny if they win the Pac-12.
3: He, he wins the Pac-12 in the last year. He is going to burn every bridge of every person who has even mildly criticized him um, so throughout funny. the entire season. So funny. He is going to call out every single reporter. He's going to call out every single thing. I think he does that thing where you search your Twitter mentions and only read the negative reviews, just so he can be like, I need to make sure that I tell Jake next time, hey man, you said something mean and I proved you wrong. What he up did now? that in a press conference. I, that's what I'm saying. Wait. He's going to do it every week. I was <laughs> I also, know, if he does listen to this, if he does, Dion, if, if you ever hear this podcast, I was a hater. You can call me out in a press conference. I'm okay with that. I thought you were going to go like 2-10. I thought that I really thought that I de- I don't know. I still don't know how good of an actual coach Dion is. He's obviously a phenomenal recruiter and a phenomenal uh, motivator. How about that? But I don't know how much of like how the actual this? coaching he does.
2: That is exactly why I think he's going to the top.
3: Here, here's, here's my theory Here's my because he, he can because de- he can delegate.
2: Yes. Yeah. Dion Sanders
3: I mean, is that's the job of coach.
1: Listen to this. Deion Sanders is just a, a better version of Mac Brown. <laughs> it's like no, I, ask Mac a Brown
3: anything about his place.
1: schemes. Ask ask Mac Brown anything about his schemes on offense or defense, and he will be like, Psh, I don't know. But but if you ask him about like, hey, can you go glad hand for money? Yes. Can you go get literally any kid in the state of Texas? Yes. Are you going to put but some that, of them at safety? Maybe. But that's not. But the that's point.
3: the thing that so that but that's the thing. I didn't think that D like that kind of thing works at Colorado in 20 and 23. I thought for sure I, – I was saying last year before he took the job, I thought it was a huge mistake. I thought he'd flame out because it's basically more because it's Colorado than it is Dion. I thought he should have stayed at Jackson State until he got like a shot at the FSU job or something else like in that general area that he's more accustomed to, like that kind of um, football crazy area, like people that – you know know and can like go back at, with Dion. Like, I don't know how much people in Boulder really remember Dion playing at Florida State. I don't know if they ever gave Father a shit. should have
1: gotten him.
2: The fact that he up. was, the fact that he literally cleared out the entire Colorado roster and brought in brand new an entire college football roster. It's got so rid weird. Of everyone, brought Do in you a- know how many players they
3: have? Cool. Isn't it like like they, they returned like 11 scholarship players or something? They returned yeah. 10 scholarship players, three starters. In fairness, they he brought over whatever thick starters from Jackson State. So it exactly, wasn't like yeah. – but like his his coordinators are completely different, right? He didn't bring any of his coordinators from Jackson State. Correct. He got all new yeah. people. So yeah. you're still – and I don't – because like again, I don't think Dion does that much with Scheme. So you're basically still learning. Aiden. It's the same thing as getting a new coaching staff. You're still learning the same – like, a new scheme, what he was able to do is, unless, I mean, unless TCU is wildly worse than we all thought they would be, like, what he was yeah, able yeah, to do is fucking amazing. I mean, I, the... TCU can't be that, be that bad. Yeah, I don't think they
1: they're I don't be think, that bad. I don't think Sonny bad. Dice
0: is still a good coach, like, and Sonny has right. probably, like, definitely prepared them for that game, so... But what do you prepare?
1: Like, that's exactly. the whole point. Is that they didn't
2: like- know what, what to expect, right. really. But, but, but still, I actually think, like, I
1: actually think that, that, that the interesting thing here is that I think that what Dion did is what you would do if you came into a job super late, which is we yes. are going to we are going to do super simple things. We're not going to do anything too too crazy. We're going to rely on you guys being better athletes than the people in front of you. And oh, by the way, when you have Travis
3: Hunter, that yeah. works. <laughs> I was going to say, I th- Travis Hunter looks like he might be a generational athlete it's and. Phenomenal. It's, it's, I, 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 if I was Dion, I, this is very unfair to Travis Hunter. But if I was Dion, I would ride. I would ride Travis Hunter until he fall, like the wheels fall off. Chris Gamble. Because Chris Gamble is the no, last person we saw there's who did no something. Similar. Fucking way that kid plays one hundred and ten snaps, thirteen times this year, fourteen times this year. There's 14? no way. Fourteen. I'm saying. <laughs> um, Big Twelve so, title game, play bowl game. Uh, that's 14. But yeah,
1: yeah, it, that is 14. If you're, yeah, hang, hang on. If
0: you're Travis
2: Hunter, would you allow that? Exactly, like that, like especially for a guy that is that's good, a good enough question. to be considering a pro career. Like that's a lot of play That's a lot of
3: miles. That's but a lot of wear and tear on. He your body. can't leave yet, right? He has to. Like he has to next year. Like, he, he has yep. to come back. Yeah. Well, oh, that doesn't say Colorado. He, he could. College. He could
0: threaten to transfer if, if, he's like, "Yo, Dion, I can't do this. Like, I, I need." I don't think he will, though. I don't I think he will
3: because if he will Yeah, I think he. Travis Hunter
0: fucking loves Dion. He
3: That's left true. Florida State. Dion, Dion on, is, at the altar to go. To, no, he left Florida State. He was yeah. committed oh, yeah, to yeah. Florida State. He was committed until the last possible second. He left Florida State, national power. I mean, even at that time, they sucked, But like. The brand. He left them at the altar and said, "Nah, I'm running away with my mistress Dion. That that kid will run through a brick fucking wall through Dion. The for thing Dion. is,
2: the thing is, he's not the only one. There are a ton of kids like that. And, and Edwards." Edwards hey. Edward Edwards
3: loved them. Obviously, his sons, which actually, I'm actually kind of surprised with. I assumed that Dion's relationship with his sons was a lot closer to Doc Rivers and Austin Rivers, <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be.
1: <laughs> it's it's closer to LeBron with his kids than Doc with Rivers. Bron, and his yeah. yeah, or I was gonna say
3: Shaq with Sharif. Shaq actually seems to have a fairly good relationship with Sharif. Um,
1: Sharif just wasn't yeah.
0: that talented. I, Wait, I think. Can I, I think- can I ask a hypothetical question? Yeah. Uh, is Dion going to make USC coach Lincoln Riley cry on the field?
1: Uh, mm. That's going to be a very interesting game because it, it's sort of like like this was like sort of a game where that that Dion like could win. Lincoln Riley wants this. You Lincoln Riley embraces your stupidity and chaos. Like it, it, you think he gives a shit if you score on his defense? He
3: built his defense <laughs> to be scored on.
2: So like, but,
1: that's what I was going to say. What do you want to do? What do you, I oh, know. Lincoln Riley, a Lincoln Riley isn't
3: going to cry. Lincoln Riley isn't going to cry. This might be the game that finally gets Lincoln Riley's DC fired, though. Alex
1: because forever. Uh,
3: yeah, because uh, when you go into it, like, I don't think Lincoln Riley, I, I'm, I agree with Asa. I don't think Lincoln Riley gives a shit if, uh, yeah. if what's his name? You're like, not hitting the right name? Points. Shador. 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 If Shador, Shador, Shador drops 600 yards on him, I don't think he cares.
0: I really no, don't think he I, gives no, a shit. I know. I know all of this. But Dion's thing is the mind games. And I just don't know like I Lincoln Riley. If hold up. Like, have you seen like, what he posted in the
1: press? He's, he's posted like, that that dry ass brisket barbecue. on Twitter. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care about what you think about him. He was willing to post that publicly.
2: That that that, yeah, that is that, that is signs of a psychopath life That week <laughs>
3: Yes. Uh, for yeah, just throwing this out here too. If anybody wants to go to that game, I'm going. Tickets are currently three hundred dollars, and I'm definitely going. I have to see this.
2: It's gonna be incredible. Uh,
3: it's gonna be insane because the problem is it, the problem is gonna be all Travis Hunter has to do is make two plays, three three game plays that completely disrupt Lincoln's offense, and he, all of a sudden Lincoln loses 56-48 instead of winning. 63 56 or whatever?
2: What, what, I what do think, you think I think the possibility is there. What do you because think? The USC's over-under is defense be on that? is so
3: bad.
1: Was
2: it? What do you think the over under is going to be on that?
1: 100.
2: I think yeah, so. It might be be 100. 100, yes. yeah. Yeah. 100. The mark. yeah.
3: 84?
2: Because uh, I, that- I just see I see Caleb Williams also just going crazy.
3: Oh, that is going
1: to yes. be not so much fun for a lot of people,
3: right? And if anybody, <laughs> if anybody can scheme away from Travis Hunter, it's going to be like Lincoln Riley and that and that offensive coaching room. But like, all it takes Plus is one or two plays. Well, I, I very specifically saying, did not mention <laughs> for Kingsbury. I'm Just saying, he is also there. He, once he gets in the walls, you can't get him out. He's too crazy. He is yeah, he, yeah. He, he doesn't even have busy. a job. No, he's just around. He did,
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the he's an offensive analyst focusing on the quarterback. Oh, he's getting the off, he's getting the analyst like recuperation treatment. Got it. Okay. Yeah,
3: but like, but he left like, Thailand yes. to do it. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> he said, I'm going to be in Thailand for a year. And like three months into that, he was like, I'm actually going to go be an analyst at USC, which I mean, in fairness, he might be doing from Thailand. We have no idea. I, 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 been, I don't know. Have you seen him do me? <laughs> Yeah, he can be
1: zooming in with Caleb.
2: Has anyone physically seen him?
1: Does anybody have eyes on Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs> uh,
2: most of the Cougars
3: of the Greater Southern California.
1: Dear listener, uh, you can find my, my my co-hosts at Nerd Angus, at Josh Beninak, at Mister Mudrising eighty nine, respectively. We are not going to do better than uh, Cliff Kingsbury's uh, Cougar roster uh, next week. Next week, we have a couple of big games. We're not going to talk about who Utah plays. We'll deal with that at the time. Uh, Texas A&M versus Miami. Who's stealing more money in that game? (laughs) And again, I say this as a fan of Coach Mel Tucker. (laughs) Rick Ross. I'm just saying, I'm not (laughs) sure that Mario Cristobal's checks are going to clear after this game. (laughs) Alternatively, I'm not sure that Jimbo Fisher cares. How about that? (laughs) Uh, we also have we Chief, also have yeah, uh, enough
3: in the bank already.
1: We also have an SEC game, uh Alabama versus Texas. Um I I feel bad for you, Sark. <laughs> That's not gonna be like we were all I I think I was a little bit concerned that Jalen Milrow like was not gonna be good, but I I you know what? It's my fault for thinking that Alabama was simply going to go ten and two. That's my fault. I should I apologize. <laughs> that is on
3: you. That's and also me. and also Sark keeps giving like much like Jimbo. Sar keeps giving Nick reasons to care about these games. That's a mistake. You need to do what Kirby does and just kind of like bend over and take it. That way, after a while, Nick starts to forget about you, and then you can win. Jimbo keeps talking, and you're like, "Okay, no, I have to, I have to put down Baldy over here."
1: Yeah, right. Like, don't, don't talk shit. Don't talk shit. Um, we also have, uh, I, I think nothing in the Big Ten. If I recall correctly, oh, Nebraska oh, versus Colorado. Game? Nebraska versus mm. Colorado. That'll be fun. Um, but uh oh, obviously yeah. you can find yeah. me at TLS TVS. I'm on Blue Sky. We're on Twitter, I mean X, I mean whatever. Um, we're on threads, it sucks. I'm not there anymore. Um uh please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Tell Deion Sanders because I think he likes people in the quote media unquote to apologize to him. And we did. So just let him know. Um huh. but obviously
3: non zero listening- chance you
0: were coming to this podcast.
3: Uh, we're not. No, there's a non-zero that. chance we could get it. We could. I think there's a non-zero chance we could get a press pass. Oh yeah, no, no, no for <laughs> sure. They
0: if we spend next week just
3: saying telling Dion how nice he is, I, I would put a fifty-fifty that we can get a press pass to USC Colorado.
1: This is true. What I'm about to say, Dion Sanders is my favorite football player of all time by far.
3: I had a Deion Sanders jersey. Verify, I, saying, I like, can verify that he has yeah. actually liked him for 20 years. Non-ironically, it's it's not just because of this.
1: No, no, no. I've I've, I've loved Dion Sanders for a very long time. Um, yes. But obviously, dear listener, uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, we uh, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you, so thank you so much, and we will see you next time.
3: Okay, so I was driving back on I seventy and.
0: Podcast Network.